You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, a podcast designed to skip the hype, skip the BS, and bring you real actionable tips and strategies to help you grow your digital business and uh, increase your income and live the internet lifestyle. This is your host, Derek Gale, and today we're going to be diving deep into a a kind of a combination of topics, if you will, um, that uh, don't get enough attention together. And what I'm talking about is search engine marketing or SEO and your sales funnels and how to make these actually play well together and work together. Okay, And today's guest is someone that's been doing SEO for the past eight years. And over the past three years, he's developed several different affiliate projects and uh, two SEO training companies where he teaches his SEO techniques uh, that he applies when he's ranking clients' websites and on his own, both in English and in the Spanish markets. Um, He's helped numerous small businesses quickly reach that uh, that six-figure mark by combining his SEO knowledge uh, with creating sales funnels. He's been featured in publications like Grant Cardone TV, SEM Rush, Black Hat Community, uh, Authority Hacker, among others. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Hernan Vasquez to the show. Hernan, thanks for being here. Hey, Derek. Hey, everyone. It's really good that you're here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so before we get started, um, I'd like you to just take a minute and expand on my introduction and more specifically, share your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, how did you get started? And I mean, you're down in Argentina. Um, You know, what was your path to getting online and discovering the internet and becoming the SEO expert that you are today? Um, well, you know, we have, we have some, uh, common acquaintances, so that's, that's funny that you mentioned it, uh, Derek, because, you know, I've been, I've been doing SEO and, uh, particularly, you know, over the past three years, uh, I have grown a lot in the internet marketing, uh, community, but the first memory that I have is, you know, waking up really early when I was like six or seven years old to go um, and play video games on my, my computer, which was kind of a new thing, you know, um, at least here here in Argentina. And, you know, I, I remember being exposed to technology from a really early age. And that was uh, because my both my father and my mother, they are accountants. And, you know, my father has always been kind of a pioneer in the technology space. So he has this, he, he used to have this big cell phone, you know, we call it the brick. Yeah, because yeah. it was like really, yeah. <laughs> so it was like really big and really heavy. And, you know, it was always like that. So <clears throat> I grew up uh, playing video games and at, at home, you know, breaking stuff, you know, but, uh, being really into technology. And as I grew older, I really went into actually, you know, making money with, with the Internet because I saw a lot of people doing so, lots of new companies growing out of uh, Internet. And, you know, since I was spending so much time online and playing and whatnot, um, I wanted to try the, try the same and, and I might as well, you know, make some money online. And I also, you know, I remember getting in trouble because of uh, credit card bills and phone phone bills because we used to have that uh, fixed, um, 56 um, uh, 
kilobytes per second, you know, modem, the dial-up modem. Oh, yeah. So I will spend, yeah, I will spend a lot of time online and the phone bills were crazy at that time. So I, I remember getting in trouble because of that and also credit card because, you know, I was, I was getting into AdWords and, you know, starting to developing websites in HTML with Dreamweaver, <laughs> purchasing courses, yeah, themes, you know, hosting, PPC campaigns, the whole stuff. Because, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to see how, how they used to work. And that's how, you know, by the way, that's how I started working with WordPress, you know, um, several years ago and, and some little affiliate stuff. And that's where, um, the, the, the common person that we have that, that, that we use, that we know come, comes into play, you know, um, teaching affiliate stuff and whatnot. Uh, but anyways, you know, then I grew up, I went to university, I got a couple of, of real quote unquote jobs. Uh, I teach, um, I used to teach English. Uh, I work for a big HR company, and you know, you know, when you're just not cut out uh, for being an employee, you know, and and I know that you know the feeling, the feeling of that. Mm -hmm. So I I took the leap of faith and I started on my own. And the first gig that I did when I you know quitted my my day job is uh, web design services because I already know some some of web design. Uh, so I started doing web design services, um, you know, setting up WordPress sites and whatnot for clients with a partner around, I think it was four to five, maybe even six years back. And there was a partnership that didn't end very well, but I did learn a lot about client managing and charging for clients and, you know, getting sued <laughs> if something didn't work. So yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> you know, it was a lot of learning, but then, um, but then again, you know, when you're doing web, web design, you know, somebody will ask you for SEO services. Of course they go hand in hand. So, <clears throat> you know, they will start asking for SEO services. And I started, I, I've been doing some SEO in the past. So I said, okay, why not? So I started, you know, investigating in SEO and, you know, ranking, actually ranking properties, you know, it, it, it came easy to me because I was used to t testing and, and breaking things. So I made a couple of tests and I ranked really quick for, for several keywords back in the day. So that became, you know, offering web design and then offering SEO services and then only offering SEO services to clients and companies, uh, mainly here in Argentina. Uh, that became a good part of, of my business. Uh, then I migrated, you know, to more competitive markets, niches, uh, like the US, for example, for local contractors and local um, doctors. This was like two or three, yeah, two years ago. So I've been, you know, experimenting with SEO ever since. And that has become, you know, the main part of my business over the past, yeah, two or three years. And, you know, over the past, like 18 months, I've been slowly, you know, uh, actually helping other SEOs and internal marketing, taking their the, their business to the next level, you know, develop their agencies the way I did mine and, you know, um, like kind of pouring all of that experience that I have with clients back into, into their own business. So that's kind of the TLDR of, of my history with, with SEO and internal marketing. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so now let's, let's take that next step and let's dive into mm -hmm. SEO and marketing funnels. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, this is something you brought to me um, and said, hey, you know, I, I don't think people are looking 
at this enough and it's kind of my specialty and I kind of want you're, you're absolutely right um, because SEO is one of those things we go out there and we optimize our websites and and we do our best to con- you know control what we're ranking for but I mean to an extent we're at the mercy of Google right and so uh-huh. we, we create a website and I'll, I'll take my website my new my new project here which is entrepreneur ignited and uh, you know we launched that in um, in uh, in August, and we've got the podcast, and we're populating with content, and and uh, you know I haven't been doing a lot of uh, you know link building or anything like that, but you know there's lots of content there and lots of social signals, and you know the the rankings are growing, the organic traffic's growing, but mm-hmm. the traffic's going all over the place, right? Like I mean, it's coming right. into you know a hundred different pages under. My God, I, I think last time I looked, you know, over 600 different keywords, um, <laughs> you know, so this is the challenge, I think, when it comes to, you know, sales funnels and organic traffic. Most people who start talking really hardcore about sales funnels are talking about it in the, uh, in the context of going out, creating a funnel and buying media in front of a very targeted audience and, you know, dropping them into a funnel customized for that audience. You don't have that luxury with SEO. So um, so now sort of covering that to put it all into context, how do you develop a funnel where SEO is that main source of traffic? Well, that's a really a really good question, Derek. Um, and I think you nailed it when you when you were referring and, uh, to SEO as an uncontrollable source of traffic because you know, it happens with SEO. It also happens with PPC. You know, sometimes we have the idea that it won't, but it does happen, you know, with, you know, it, it's it's usual that it's not strange that a client will come to me or a potential client would come to me or, or a student will come to me and, and he will ask me, okay, so I got this proposal to recover a penalized website, okay? And the thing is that, you know, those kind of business, they are in the verge of closing shop just because, you know, SEO slapped them, um, uh, Google slapped them. I mean, they, they got a, 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 an algorithm change or, you know, whatever, a manual action or a spam action or whatever. And they are close to closing shop just because of that. And the main idea is that, you know, I've seen time and time again, like many affiliate marketers, um, yeah, mostly affiliate marketers, like whatever you're doing, what you're trying to do with SEO, like Amazon, or, you know, authority websites, or even, you know, your own uh, branded properties like you are doing, Derek, on, on your website. I mean, I've seen time and time again that they are really getting a ton of traffic, like they are owning Google, like page one or, of Google, and they are getting a ton of traffic, but they do not leverage on that traffic. And the problem with SEO is that, as you were saying, you know, it's kind of uh, the, the effort that actually takes you to rank on page one of Google it gets diluted in a way that you do not know how much you are paying for a click. Mm-hmm. Um, what you, you would do, you know, you, you will know that with doing PPC. Now, what I want to say is that, you know, when, when you're running PPC, you can get your Facebook ads account shut down. I, and I've heard that time and time again. In fact, I had a couple of Facebook ads account shut down. <clears throat> and if you have a big following on Facebook, uh, a Facebook page, you can get that shut down as well. Uh, if you have a big, I don't know, a big Instagram following, you can get your profile shut down. So the main idea, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you're leveraging on traffic that is not yours. You know, you're borrowing traffic. Mm-hmm. And it happens a lot 
uh, with Google because it has become a pay-to-play space, which makes a lot of sense, you know, because uh, Google's main source of, tri- or, of, of revenue is AdWords, not actual SEO. But, you know, you're borrowing traffic. And my main idea when, when, when approaching our students with, you know, telling them, okay, but you have SEO, uh, your main source of traffic is SEO, what are you doing with all of that traffic? The main idea there is that you need to leverage on that traffic and stop borrowing traffic from Google. And how do you do that? Well, basically, you need to create your own email list. You need, you know, you, you need to create your own lead magnets and you need to kind of recycle the traffic and you need to create your own retargeting lists so that you can then market to those people that visited you. Because let's face it, SEO traffic, it's most of the time really qualified traffic. Um, in your case, you are getting tons of keywords ranked, and they are mostly long tail keywords, which you know they are further in the uh, purchase uh, process. You know, uh, it's not the same uh, searching for red shoes that buy red shoes in Montana, for example. You know, that's a long tail, and people that find you via long tails, they are more qualified traffic. So, what are you doing with all of that traffic? How can you leverage right now on your SEO efforts so that you do not need to wake up and do the link building and do everything over and over again and pray that you won't get hit? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's basically the approach when I'm advising a, a customer or, or when I'm advising a, a, a student to implement a sales funnel. So, basically, when you're you would pretty much approach it the same way that you would do with PPC traffic, um, but uh, in a way that you need to collect emails via lead magnet and then you need to follow up with them with email marketing and all of those kind of, of things that usually SEOs don't do because they are not, they think or we think as SEOs that we are not paying for traffic, which we are. It's just not with money, you know, with time, which yeah. equals money. So it's kind of the same. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, you know, that is a misconception. People talk about, oh, I want to get free traffic from Google. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, right. whoa, whoa. That's, <laughs> there's no such thing as free traffic from Google, right? Uh, you know, I mean, right. uh, if you're investing time, optimize, time is money, right? So there's <laughs> always an investment in that. And so... Now, I, I just kind of want to uh, break down and summarize, I think, a little bit of what you said there because there were so many sort of gems and valuable sort of tips in there. And, uh, you know, I, I think the first overarching message is you're getting free traffic, um, but you need to be capturing as much of it as possible. Uh, not with sales, but with free offers to get them into a database so that you can now market to them. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. you know, message number one. Message mm-hmm. number two, and this is one where I think a lot of people are, are not, uh, not implementing yet, is building your retargeting list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, okay, so w- of all the ways, when we're SEOs, you know, Google sending traffic to our website, right? It's going to all our different blog posts, stuff like that. Um, so we're developing lead magnets. Now, how do you, what's your strategy for developing lead magnets for uh, SEO traffic when it could be coming on, uh, you know, my, my site, for example, let's say there's, uh, you know, 50 keywords that are driving uh, some volume of traffic and mm-hmm. the intent of all these keywords, it, it can really vary. So how are we developing lead magnets, magnets that are going to reach that broader audience? Mm-hmm. Well, um, first off, when you're doing SEO, and this is a strictly SEO um, uh, technique kind of, kind of saying, when you're doing SEO, 
you want to tell Google, which is your main, uh, your most important page. You know, Google will take, will dissect the entire website at, and it will rank the pages within that website that it deems worthy for the uh, visitor. Mm -hmm. In other words, you know, it will randomly pick if you haven't tell it, you know, which pages are the most important, um, it will randomly pick one of your many pages, uh, your uh, your posts or, or your, your po podcast episodes on your case, and it will rank it. Now, how do you do that? Well, there's something called internal link building, you know, and that's also, and that's also something that we as, as CEOs, we do not usually use. We go out there and build links to your to our websites. Now, you can manage your internal link shoes by linking to the most prominent pages. And you will see when you're checking on analytics that there are some pages that will get the most amount of traffic, you know. You can usually piggyback on that pages and apply the 20-80 rule, you know, with 20% of the pages will get 80% of the traffic mm -hmm. and apply lead magnets to those pages. Because if you go to analytics or if you go, if you go to webmaster tools up to a stent, and if you go to, uh, to tools, for example, SEMrush, you will see what are the uh, queries that people are finding you, uh, you know, on the search engines. So you will need to create, and that's that's a great thing because people are telling you what they want to learn. You know, if you want to compete, if you can leverage on that amount of information that these tools are are giving you, you know, people will actually type in questions in Google. And if they find you via that question, that's a great lead magnet idea. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and just by di dissecting the queries that people is reaching your uh, your web page to or via those queries, you have a great lead magnet that you can then present on the on, on the most popular pages of your website. Make sense? Yep, absolutely. And. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one one more element I want to add to this because I see that this mistake made all the time is somebody creates, you know, they say, okay, here's my top 10 pages. I'm going to put a lead magnet, magnet on each one of them. They create one lead magnet, use that across all of them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'd like to get your take on this. My general rule is obviously I want to have a lead magnet that is congruent with the reason they're coming to that page. So it's obviously in line with what they're looking for. Um, but I never just want to have one lead magnet. I want to hit people at least a couple times before they hit my website. So when you're building a site, how many lead magnets are you going to expose somebody to when they hit a page? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a good intake there. And I mean, I have the same approach and I like to split test lead magnets to see which converts the best on which page, you know? So when you have all of that amount of traffic going to a page, then it would be a great idea uh, to split test the lead magnets because not only you can offer them different lead magnets but different you know titles and different uh, formats of the same lead magnet for example a PDF a mind map or, or a video series they are all good lead magnets but you need to make sure which lead magnet is going to convert the better on that particular page and by that you know you need to split test that and I think that's uh, that the, the best way to do it is just, you know, make three lead magnets. That's the usually number, the usual number that I use is three. Mm -hmm. So I make three lead magnets. And once I have the best performing one, then I present that lead magnet in three th different approaches or three different types of, 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 
of, um, of ways of consuming it, you know, whether it's a video, a mind map or a PDF or a report. So then I'll keep split testing until I'll find the winner. So that will be my intake on it. Awesome. Okay, so now I want to change gears a little bit here because here's one of the challenges that um, we face with Google is Google's mandate, particularly with organic, is uh, they, unless somebody's searching for a specific, they're using a buy keyword, like, uh, you know, they're searching for a brand or they're searching for a, a keyword that would indicate like, you know, bicycle or, or mm -hmm. pens or something like that, that indicate they're looking for a, something tangible they want to buy. Um, most of the keywords, the other type of keywords are information searches. People are looking for info, how to do this, how to do that, what to do here. And so, uh, you know, o over the years, Google has, I've seen them adapt their algorithm to uh, not like sales pages effectively. Um, mm -hmm. because, you know, their mandate is to display pages that give people the information they're looking for. And um, they don't like sales pages. So how do you... Right. How do you build a sales funnel um, and build a good page, a good funnel that Google likes? That um, I mean, first of all, can you rank a funnel or are you ranking a site with content and driving into the funnel? Or is there a way to, to rank a funnel without getting the, uh, the infamous Google slap? Well, it's a, great, it's a great question. And I think that you can rank both. In fact, we have ranked funnels, entire funnels, mm -hmm. and we have ranked, you know, information websites that lead to that funnel. However, when ranking funnels, you know, with um, with a tool like, for example, you name it, lead ma uh, lead pages or click funnels or whatever tool you are you're using to build your funnel, you can actually SEO optimize that funnel so that it gets more more responsive. And we have done that um, with with Semantic Mastery, which is one of my companies. We have done that. Um, now, my intake on that would be. The, be the best way to approach this is to have several entry points because, to be honest, you do not know where the traffic will come or, you know, from where it will come. So you want to have several entry points for that funnel. By that, I mean ranking a website whose, you know, which sole purpose would be to turn that visitor into an email opt-in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... When you when you're have several pages that are being ranked on Google, which ha can happen and has happened to us, then the, your best bet would be to, you know, um, uh, send them to via your call to actions on your links, on your, on your content and whatnot, send them to the lead magnet that you want to provide them. So that would be my best intake because people that have, you know, um, gone through your content, and this happened to PPC as well, you know, I have seen better results sending people to ungated content first and then retarget them into a lead magnet. The same happens with SEO. If they are getting in a landing page and you are retargeting them into a lead magnet, I've seen the conversions to be higher that way. If they are landing into a, into a content piece that you have written, and you know they they can consume the value, then they are more qualified to trust you and to leave them your email. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like you are sending people directly to the lead magnet, although you could. Uh, I mean, there's there's ways to rank a, a funnel, but you want to you know um, kind of warm them up in a way that they will leave their email later on. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so we're going to shift gears a little bit here again and um, 
talking about uh, different scenarios where you can build a mm-hmm. funnel, right? And, uh, you know, I think uh, uh, when we talk funnels, a lot of people think in terms of, uh, you know, info marketing and what the internet marketers are doing and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, what, what scenarios, what kind of companies can utilize uh, funnels? Well, you know, I think, and I'm, I'm a believer that when you're promoting a service, even if you're doing uh, local SEO, if you're doing uh, affiliate product, if you're doing, uh, I don't know, uh, if you're a local contractor, if you're, whatever you're trying to sell, if you're selling high ticket um, items, like for example, I, I used to work with with a project that they used to sell uh, lasers, surgery lasers, you know, and, 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 and laser for, for aesthetic treatments and they were high ticket products. And we still develop a, a funnel, you know, whose main source of traffic was SEO. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I firmly believe that you can implement a sales funnel and you can implement a lead magnet and then a follow-up sequence and then sell them after providing value in pretty much any market. Because if you have found that you have a, um, if you have a need, then you have a market, you know, and then you have an audience to market to. So if you have a need and if you have an audience to market to, and if you're getting SEO traffic because of those queries that you have ranked for, then you can definitely find a way to set up a sales funnel or set up a lead magnet to capture them and then follow, follow up with them in a, in a way that you will keep adding value you know, to people that land on your website. So, you know, I see a lot of e-commerce sites, for example, that they are selling the most diverse kind of products but you know they don't have a, they they the first thing that they present the visitor with is a sale you know mm-hmm. purchase here or leave and the truth is that 90 97% of people that will land on your website they won't purchase so how do you uh, you know how how do you get in touch with that people again how do you get in touch with with them so that you can keep providing value and i think that's the best way to go is to uncover the bottom line needs that you were saying earlier on. You know, if they are landing on a page that uncovers a need or that solves a problem, then a good idea will be to present them with a lead magnet to capture an email and then, you know, have different, for example, retargeting lists, as you mentioned before, have different retargeting lists to, you know, then as they are warmed up, sell them. You know what I mean? So. That will be my my intake on it. So, for example, I've seen a lot of local SEO companies mm-hmm. offering um, a quick ten minutes consultation as a lead magnet. You know, yeah. Or how to use uh, back to that laser um, uh, example that I gave. How to use your new laser? You know, that would be a great lead magnet because you're solving a you're solving an issue, and it will be congruent with the products that you will offer. Uh, afterwards and with the traffic that you're getting via SEO. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, now one of the things when we were talking about topics um, and things to discuss in the uh, in this uh, this interview is, you, and you brought this up, is um, how to leverage your SEO efforts today uh, and rankings to work less in the future. And mm-hmm. obviously that piqued my curiosity because, well, SEO can be a lot of work. And yeah. it's kind of ongoing. So tell me about that. Well, 
here's the deal. I think that SEO makes a lot of sense. I mean, I mean, I think uh, I still think that it's one of the best sources of traffic out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. You're totally right. Uh, I mean, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. And the the point is that you know I I'm seeing a lot of SEOs focusing strictly on SEO. And, you know, kind of um, forgetting about different sources of traffic like PPC, for example. I'm a firm believer that you need to use everything Mm -hmm. or you need to use as many sources of traffic as you can get. Because, again, you never know when your site is going to get hit. You never know when your Facebook account is going to be shut down or etc. You know, it's kind of diversifying. I like to think of traffic as, you know, cash flow. You can invest it or you can spend it. Or you can have one source of income, and when you know that source of income dries up, then you're you're in trouble. So um, traffic, it's kind of the same, and you know the way that SEOs can can leverage today's effort. Again, if they are ranking number one, top three, if you're getting a ton of traffic, start gathering emails for once and start putting together a retargeting list. Those will be your main sources of income even if you are not ranking that well over the next couple of months. Because let's face it, um, you know, Google has become a pay-to-play space. The same has been with Facebook. You know, you could have, a I don't know, 300,000 fans on a Facebook page, and now you have to actually boost, boost a post to reach all of them, etc. So, And it happens to all the free traffic sources. They become, at some point, that they become a pay-to-play space. But if you want to really leverage on, on today's effort, um, even if you keep on working, if you keep working on your SEO so that you can run for more and more long tails, there is a, there is kind of a breaking point where uh, Google start to trust you, you know, or trust your website, quote unquote. Um, and you can, you know, when, whenever you put out a new piece of content, it gets indexed faster and it gets, you know, ranked faster just because of the authority that you have. Now, you can do that and you can leverage that by creating a limit list, which would be, you know, you would become your own traffic broker. And that's the name of the game. I mean, to, to cut the middleman at some point, you know, or just to be ready to get rid of it or, you know, to change courses. And, you know, if you get a uh, if you get a Google slap or whatever, uh, you can still grow your business um, while you're figuring out uh, what while you're figuring out what to do next. And, uh, you know, I think there's some very wise <laughs> advice in there um, over my career of the 15 years. I've seen it happen where somebody relies on one source of traffic. And inevitably, if there's one thing that's guaranteed on the Internet, it's change. And uh, when something changes and that traffic goes away, they're left with, you know, uh, a website getting no traffic and sales dry up. So, you know, to summarize, I think, you know, the overall message there, you know, the old analogy, you know, make hay while the sun is shining. So, you know. Right. If 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 you're ranked today and you're getting traffic today, fantastic, and continue to try and drive that SEO. But know that <laughs> things change, and you know at the end of the day, in two years from now, Google could change their algorithm entirely and change it all. And so, what Hernan's saying here is is make sure that well that traffic is coming, work to get it. You know, don't neglect it. We're not saying don't do SEO because, uh, to to Hernan's point, SEO organic traffic from Google is some of the highest converting free. We'll call it free. It's not really free, but traffic yeah. that you can get. Um, 
And I've seen it time and time again. It's going to convert, you know, on average, up seven times higher than the equivalent visitor coming through a pay-per-click ad. So right. the you still want to do it. But I see so many websites, and this is why I think this is such a valuable interview, and I'm just trying to drive some points home so people really understand the value there, is you can't just focus on getting more traffic. You want to be capturing as much of that traffic into channels that allow you to follow up with people after and building your following, which is Number one, email. Number two, retargeting. Number three, even connecting with them out on other social channels, right? So you can continue to reach them. So, um, you know, I think that's absolutely uh, invaluable advice. And, uh, and, and it sounds like you've spoken from um, a place of experience where maybe you've had <laughs> a few websites. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One thing that you have for sure when you're testing out SEO techniques is that you're going to get your site tanked. You know, oh, it doesn't yeah. matter what you do. doesn't matter what you do. You will break something. You will, you know, overpower something. It happens, you know. Yep. That's why... We, we, we encourage our students, for example, to have their own test sites that, you know, if they rank, they can make them an asset. If they don't, well, you, you live and you learn. You know? that, that's, that's so true. And, and I mean, you know, the advice I always give to people is, you know, on your money site, keep it white hat. Do it all. Do it all on the up and up. If you want to play in the world of black hat, play in the world of black hat. It's not illegal, right? Like, I mean, people go, "Ooh, black hat's evil." No, black hat's not necessarily evil as long as you're not out there harassing other people and making other people's lives difficult. If you want to go out there and buy links and do stuff like that, fine. That, that's your prerogative. Just don't do it to your money site, right? Right. Do it mm-hmm. to a throwaway website that you know if it gets de-indexed, it gets de-indexed. Drive mm-hmm. it there, rank that. Real, you know, put some put some uh, some links on it. Drive that traffic that way. But God, shield yourself. Don't do anything silly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you. You know, I, I always know somebody's been through the. Uh, somebody knows what they're talking about. Yeah, you haven't been doing SEO long enough if you've never lost a website. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, all right, so we're 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 wrapping up. We're running out of time here, Hernan, and I want to thank you for for sharing so generously. But before we wrap up, um, where can people find out more about what you're doing, uh, your trainings, your services, etc.? Well, uh, you know, I if that's okay with you, I have a gift for your listeners, Derek, uh, that I have I put together for this episode nice. exclusively. So if if that's okay, yeah. Um, th- you can go to um, hernanvasquez.com forward slash Derek, and then you will find uh, a free seven-day course where I go in detail how to create a lead magnet based on SEO traffic, you know, what we have been talking a little bit about. So it's yep. hernanvasquez.com forward slash Derek, and I'll, I'll leave you the link. And, you know, if you want to connect with me, you can uh, join my Facebook group, which is the Real Internet Marketing Group. Uh, I, I believe it's also going to be a, a link in the description somewhere. Mm-hmm. And again, if you want, if you have SEO questions in particular and you want them answered live, I hold with my partners, I hold a uh, free SEO Q&A, which is every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern at semanticmastery.com forward slash hump day. And you can drop your question there to be answered next Wednesday. 
Awesome. And uh, again, uh, I'll make sure all those links are included. And uh, Hernan, thanks for thanks for your generosity. Thanks for putting a free gift together as well. Everybody listening, uh, make sure you you go to that link. Uh, it'll be on my my site as well to claim that free gift and and that free training. Because um, you got a, a a guy here that really knows his stuff, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a ton of value in there. So Hernan, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Derek. My pleasure. Awesome. Uh, I really enjoyed this interview. Awesome. All right, everyone, that was SEO expert and digital marketer Hernan Vasquez. And as always, any links mentioned will be included in the show notes, along with the entire transcript as well of this episode. And you'll find that all at entrepreneurignited.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget, if you haven't done so already, you can have all these episodes delivered directly to your smartphone or device or your computer for Apple iTunes, just search Derek Gale, Internet Marketing, Online Business, Entrepreneur Ignited. You'll find me. Click subscribe. And if you're an Android user, find us on SoundCloud uh, or use the SoundCloud app. And while you're there, if you like what you hear, leave us a rating, leave us a review. That's the fuel that uh, gives me the momentum to keep making this the best info pack podcast for digital entrepreneurs. And so now it's time to add the final ingredient to making what we just taught you here today, work. And that ingredient is action. Because <laughs> without it, nothing's going to happen. So go forth, take action, apply these valuable SEO tips and sales funnel strategies. Uh, watch your business grow and stay tuned for more info-packed episodes of the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, a podcast designed to simplify online business so you can make more money and live the internet lifestyle. This is your host, Derek Gale, signing off. You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money.